Jackie. And I'm Candice. Welcome to WTF. Women Talk Finance. Our WTF podcast will take a simplified approach to finance. And we talk about investing, a topic we believe women don't talk enough about. We'll discuss common financial questions and challenges that women face in business and throughout their personal lives. A quick disclaimer before we start, the opinions that we're gonna discuss are just that. They're just our opinions. We are not here to give investment advice. We will be talking about who we are, what we're about, and what information we'll be bringing to you. We'll be speaking to women from all walks of life whose experience will help us frame some of the issues and challenges that women face today in business. Maybe you're starting your own company and investing in your future. We're gonna talk about knowing your worth in the workplace how to ask for that raise, and we'll also talk about investing, something we believe that women don't talk about enough. You'll find this is a common theme throughout our podcast to come. How to invest, different kinds of investments, and how to pay yourself first. We're gonna give you actionable information that will allow you to understand how to make your future better starting today. Welcome back to another episode of WTF, Women Talk Finance. We are back with Celeste Johnson, uh, the CEO of The Applied Companies. The Applied Companies is the largest locally owned and operated employment firm in Northern Nevada. Uh, they specialize in staffing, HR, payroll, benefits, workers' comp, and recruiting for business owners and candidates alike. A quick full disclosure, the Applied Companies does provide HR and payroll services for Roe Capital Group. So uh, Celeste, thanks for being here with us today. Thank you. You're gonna share with us a little bit about the journey from um, being in the C-suite at the company yep. to owning the business. Yeah. Let's launch right in. Easy path? <clears throat> no. No. <laughs> no, no. We're gonna dive right no. in. To Pretty to sure it took a couple years off. Yeah. Uh, I guess I sort of grew up in business in HR, um, which is great. It was, TAC is an HR company. It's a great place to, to get some more experience and the founder um, was a mentor to me and a really great boss. And as he started to approach retirement, I, I, I guess I had enough awareness to know, I knew a lot about the business, but I needed to, um, I guess, up my game or have some more skill set, especially in the finance side. So without knowing I was gonna buy the company, I think there was something emotionally happening where I knew I needed to do something, so I went and got my MBA. Um, with a husband and three kids in junior high at the time. Fun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Doing homework together. <laughs> I did more homework than the kids did. So I did that and boy, it, it, you know, it ultimately started to, I think, kind of create this path that, look, I could maybe do this and be an owner and, and manage. I, I knew how to run the fulfillment side of the operation and the client facing, but I didn't, I didn't have that deep knowledge of financial statements or banking or really any of that. Um, and so that was really helpful actually, it was taking that step. So it did sort of give me the confidence, I think, to go, I can do this. And um, it also gave me the confidence to ask a lot of questions when the process started uh, and not feeling like I was like I shouldn't be there. Like it was okay. I knew I had enough experience. Um, you were comfortable asking. I was questions. more comfortable asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I, I certainly didn't have it all figured out by any means. So it was, yeah, it was definitely a process. So, so I would say I, we started the purchase in um, like mid 2016 and it was a year and a wow. half to get the purchase done. And so there's, 
there's kind of two sides to this. There's, there's the side where you need to get the financing to purchase a company. Um, and we looked at some different options. We looked at private equity and we looked at um, like an SBA loan, which is ultimately where I landed. I can talk about my experience there. That was really interesting. And then there's the emotional side of it too. So uh, there was the founder that was my mentor, but he also had a silent partner that was not involved in the business, but actually had a lot of say oh, in the selling of the company. Were you aware of that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was navigating, um, not only trying to figure out the financing, um, I was navigating my own, I guess, insecurities and trying to figure out how to move this forward and a retiring person's emotional side of this. And then a partner that, um, had a very different view of how this should all come together. And you were purchasing both of them out, yes. correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. They had ownership in, there There were multiple LLCs that, that got, you know, kind of um, put together for one purchase and they had ownership in all of them. I want to loop there back was... to something you said about questions. Yeah. You were asking a lot of questions mm -hmm. and touching on maybe the MBA helped you have a comfort level ask those questions. But I think that's something that alone can be scary because if you're asking a question, what's the fear? That it's a dumb question totally. or that uh, you're going yeah, to be yeah. judged. Yeah. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Mm -hmm. You should know that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you're navigating your own emotional fears yeah. on the financing, on whether totally. this is the right decision, and even asking questions. Those business insecurities. Yeah. yeah. And so the dynamic as well is um, that came into play is female. Um, 20 to 25 years younger than the sellers. So these are two gentlemen that were in Reno business environment for 40 years, know everybody in town. Just four decades. Right. Yeah. So, Which is how there's, the culture there's a power in our town. shift dynamic Absolutely. there, right? Yeah, the culture. Yeah, yeah. We could probably have a podcast a on just podcast that. There's a podcast on just old town you know, politics. Yeah. The particular industry I'm in is... Um, is interesting too. So PEO, Professional Employer Organization, is a big piece of the purchase. And that industry is a very male-dominated industry. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's specific. So there is private equity in that in particular industry, a lot of it, um, that will buy PEOs. And the sellers were entertaining conversations with private equity. Also, in my experience with that particular industry, very male-dominated. Uh, many of them had never actually worked in a PEO. They were they knew the industry and they saw that it had a good multiplier and great opportunity. And they loved that the the person that was running the company was going to stay. And I, you know that was a huge lesson. Yeah. Uh, so again, everything you just said is navigating all these different emotions and feelings. And I knew meeting with them without ever having to report to private equity and meet certain um, criteria, that that was gonna be a tough road. Um, Did you have a moment where you, it turned into like, or it turned from, this is an idea, I wanna do it, to I'm doing this, okay. I want to do this, so, and this is mine. I mean, was there right. loaded question? I mean, what do you yeah. have to risk to make this happen? Because it sounds like it was a fight. It so was. I suspect that you were at some point. Right. I mean, it sounds question. like you were like, you know, David and Goliath here. Like you're like right. me, me, me. And right. then there's this huge PE, you know, PEO. option mm -hmm. oh, on the yeah. other yeah. side yeah. that's 
right. kind of an easy choice for them and to make. You guys know how private equity works, right? So there's a process <clears throat> to it, right? So there's usually a pretty good amount of money up front and then due diligence starts and that amount may change. So I was gaining the awareness and the education. I was leaning on resources. I was, there is a woman that's in the PEO space that does M&A that I had become friends with. What a valuable resource because not only did she have the experience, she would pull me aside and go, Celeste, let's go have a glass of wine. We're going to talk about how this really works. Mm -hmm. And do you, in, and I know all, there's all different situations. How do you want to see this, you know, um, go down? So something you said, was there a moment? Yes. Do you want, did you want this to go down? I mean, yeah. was there a turning point where you were like, so yeah. I think where the turning point happened is when we got sort of the nod that we could do it on our own and go through an SBA loan. Mm -hmm. Then that's when I kind of went, okay. And then I think there's a competitive spirit in me that just kind of locked on and went, okay, went we're going to make this happen. I mean, <laughs> and uh, to be very frank, I mean, it was not, we, we have two homes. We've put them on the line as collateral. So now, you know, I'm, it's not just me anymore. It's my husband. It's the kid. You know, it's, it's, we're tied. We are married. I do have a partner, though, that was very, very supportive um, and did a, a really big amount of lifting in the due diligence we had to do with the bank and helped their important piece. I mean, business partner or like relationship partner? A husband. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I kind of felt like I was able to assemble the dream team a little bit. So... Um, it, it brought in a minority, two minority owners. One is um, our employment law attorney, you know him. Um, and the other was, or is, our um, internal CEO, COO, excuse me. She was uh, our really important piece in the organization. I was like, well, that's a good way to keep her is have her be an owner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that whole, I mean, I had never bought a company before. So going through the SBA loan process, uh, it was incredible. And thank God I had gone through um, grad school because I didn't know it all, but at least I could recognize some of the, the different ways that they approach looking at metrics in the organization. Like I, I could draw on some of that. Interested in investing in cryptocurrency? It's a simple way to diversify your portfolio. But what about the impact that cryptocurrency mining has on the environment? We have a solution. It's called CryptoWell. CryptoWell uses eco-friendly technological infrastructure to generate power for cryptocurrency mining. Accredited investors go to rowcapitalgroup.com to power your portfolio with sustainable crypto mining. Every day you hear about people making money by investing in IPOs and startups. But what about you? These kinds of investments are simply not available to Main Street investors. At Rowe Capital Group, we are committed to providing access to strategic, early-stage, primarily low-market correlated investment opportunities. Accredited investors go to rowcapitalgroup.com for more information. Rowe Capital Group, empowering your financial journey. I think this is an important discussion. One, I think people think that being a business owner is just all glamour. Tons of money. You're just you're swimming right. in swimming in cash, baby. Hot, hot tubs, hot tubs full of yes. full of dollars. 
And it is like, I don't think people, I don't think your employees, I don't think a lot of people recognize how hard it is. Right. Right. how much you're putting on the line every right. single day. Right. You're the last to get paid. Right. You're doing... Right. Everything else is going to get paid before I take a distribution. Right. Yeah. Everything else yeah. is first. Yeah. You have to have the world's most supportive spouse and partner. Right. Right. Um, your kids, you know, yeah. are oftentimes are paying sometimes a price. It's, it's so rewarding, but it is so much work. And I'm really glad you touched on that because I just don't think, I think people th see on a business card CEO and they're just like, oh, how oh, fancy, how good for you. Yeah. And yeah, it, it nice. is like, you don't know how hard I clawed and scraped and like got, oh, right. the, the it's gross things I've had to do to get to this place. Stressed and stressed. didn't sleep. Yes. And didn't sleep and didn't sleep. I mean, you just don't. And imagine. Because it, it runs in your head 24-7. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people have gotten a loan. A lot of people have gotten a home loan, right? A mortgage. Sure. I don't think anybody can understand the magnitude of getting a business. A business loan. Loan. Right. right. That is such a process. It's, a, yeah. Yep. They are going to ask to see the last at least three years of financials, and they are going to pick them apart for six months, I mean, at least. And it's not going to be one person. It's going to be a team of people that do this for a living that know how to look at every dollar. And I don't. I mean, I've never done that before. And there's things you can't control because it's about right. the business. Right. And, so it's, and it's a look back, too. Right. I didn't spend sure whatever about. that amount was. The sellers did. Right. And it doesn't mean I'm going to do that again. Exactly. But you're yeah. being held accountable. But I have to justify For a little it. bit of what mm -hmm. has happened. Yep. Um, talk about what your family and, and those around you, your friends, your peer mm -hmm. group, how did people respond during this time? That's a year and a half of right. your life of right. going through this process. What did was that like? Did you have people that were like, this is not worth it? Just, I really didn't. Um, I, I can't think of anybody that was like, I think, okay, so here's, I think, an important thing that, that Travis, that's um, my husband, and I figured out with some help of, um, are you familiar with Vistage International? They're a peer, like, COO, CEO group where you process issues together, but none of you compete, so you get very, cool. very okay. close. And I think we established what our enough is, so we kind of knew where, you know, there's that scope creep, right, where you just kind of keep going for the sake of going, but I think we kind of had set a boundary there. You so, understood where you would draw the line. Yeah. Right, so um, I think that's important because it could be really easy to let everything run away from you. Yes, yes. Um, what I got from Vistage, which was so key, is I started out with this, well, the sellers have the say and the buyer has to either accept it or not. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to realize I had the leverage and I had the leverage because the sellers needed out. They wanted to retire. Right. It's a service business. They needed somebody that had institutional it. knowledge or they weren't going to get their price. I didn't know that on the surface. That was a... Well, um, the sellers aren't going to tell you that. No, hell no. <laughs> oh, and especially the one, especially yeah. the one that was the CPA yeah. that very much understood. Um, That's really bad. And probably you know, played that, um, that role a little bit of, she's not going to figure that out. I'm just going to come in with the moxie that 
this is our prize. Um, but it was through Vistage and processing with other owners that um, a couple things I could have done. Not that I would have, but this is where the leverage was. I could leave and start another company. I had the knowledge and I have the time. At, you know, at the time I was 45, I have time still. Yeah. They didn't. They Their do. clock is ticking. Yeah. Um, or uh, if I didn't stay, if it wasn't a good deal for me, then there is no price because most situations sellers have a carry, right? They don't get their full payday on the day of close. So something has to continue to that business to be successful, whether it's through the bank or private equity, there's gonna be a carry. Once I started to figure that out, and not only just figured out, but believe it, um, then it, it started to move the ball a little. And I'm sure they probably harder. saw you were the most valuable buyer yeah. from the standpoint mm, of a successful so. ongoing operation. Mm, right, right. Because there could be other right. buyers out there, right. who knows? Right. Um, maybe maybe others that would have paid their price, mm -hmm. but not had mm -hmm. the seat that right. you had because right. you were in the company running it. Exactly. And essentially guaranteeing their ongoing success. Their, their carry, yeah. And, and I did a stock purchase too, where an outside buyer is only gonna buy the assets. Yep. They're not gonna buy any liability. I bought all the liability. Because I knew the yeah. company, so. You'd worked, yeah, you've been I mean, there for so long. That's a pretty sweet deal for sellers to have the liability go with it, especially given, Absolutely. you know what we do, we have, I mean, HR issues have tails, right? They can go, yeah, they can go on for quite right. some time. And things can bubble up three years yeah. down the road and the sellers aren't gonna want a piece of that anymore. No. So um, it's figuring out some of those things. Now, I know there's all different industries out there, but every industry has its, its thing, right? Like, so. I guess it's a matter of figuring out what is that that's my leverage. Mm -hmm. um, and you not your value. Yes, maybe that's a better word is understanding value because leverage sort of gives this negative, like it's a battle and it doesn't need to be a battle. Right. Um, I like that, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you found this great mentor group or, or Vistage. Group. Yes. yes. Yeah. That I love to Vistage. me sounds oh, it's huge. key. I've gone through a, a, a purchase and a sale of, of, of a business mm -hmm. and it can be a very isolating yeah. process. Right. Right. And it can blow up yep. in a moment's notice yep. and you are like picking yourself up. Yeah. Because you don't know what you don't know, right? No like, clue. It sounds like this process could wear you it ages now. you oh it sure did it sure did i don't want to do anything for a while uh, someday though i'd like to be on the other side of it and do an acquisition what would you tell others who wanted to do a similar path or follow mm -hmm. do something like you did so maybe working for a company with yeah. a purchase opportunity yeah. what do, what would you tell others what who are considering this type of move yeah i would i would say use your resources, look at like your network. Um, maybe it's friends, maybe it is other business colleagues. Gosh, that was so invaluable to me. Mm. And here's another thing I would have done too. I did, a, I was a little passive with whether it was private equity firms coming this way or an SBA, I didn't go out and have like them compete. Oh, and yeah. I wouldn't do that again. I would say, okay, there's two maybe private equity. Let's line up five and and have them talk about, you know, their approach and how do they emotionally handle a purchase. I mean, because there's a lot more to it than just a number, right? Same with the banks too. Why didn't I have banks compete? There, there's going to be moments of kind of tough patch. You gotta. That's power a good through. point too, and probably another podcast, right? Is like, when do you walk away? Right. When do you yeah. know when 
okay, there's too many, because it's easy to make excuses for red flags. It goes back to that point, you knew your line from the beginning, and you had a supportive partner who was like, together, we know our line. I mean, I think we stayed close to the line. We probably paid a little bit too much at the end of the day, but we we were close. We we were on the line. But if you didn't have the line, it could have gotten, yeah. And that was, yeah, you don't know. You don't even know what you're giving away, Uh potentially. It, well, yeah. thank you for sharing yes, with us what this experience was like for you, this process. I think there's a lot of little nuggets so in there yes. and more we could definitely talk on. Um, wishing the applied companies a lot of success thank in the, the yeah. years to come. Yeah, so far so good. And, and thank uh, you guys for being a client. Thanks for being thank here with you. us too on the podcast. Uh, this is another episode of WTF, Women Talk Finance. Like and subscribe and come back for more. Thanks for listening to Women Talk Finance. 